Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's learn some football. As we mentioned, you either are incapable of learning, you can't listen, or you think you know everything if you don't learn something in our weekly chats with the Patriots' legend, legendary offensive line coach, and uh, our guy that we turn to when we need answers, Dante Scarnecchia with Gresh and Fourier. Dante, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm great. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, hey, it's our pleasure, uh, Dante. And let's let's start where we left off last week. And I know there will be people who would be like, "Oh, of course, you got to ask about the O line." Well, yeah, a Dante was an O line coach, and B, when you don't have an O line, you notice pretty quickly. So, Dante, Christian, and I wondered. Once all the numbers changed in the NFL and you can have single-digit defensive linemen and that guy is number six standing beside number five, who is a safety, as an offensive line coach, how do you go about not getting locked in in positions the way you used to? Sort of what is the new way of kind of coming up with either uh, pass protection concepts or teaching it to guys that are so used to having a bunch of big numbers in front of them all the time. You know, you know, Andy, if you really think back to when you were a, when you were playing at URI and you would put a three wide receivers, a tight end and a back out there, you were probably going to get nickel. Okay. Well, that nickel back that came out there, he was a defensive back and he wore a defensive back number 26, pick a winner. Well, for us, that's no different than the way it's going on today. That guy that came out as the extra nickelback, he was a, like a linebacker. We just, I mean, he can't be a corner. He can't be a safety. I already got four of them. So what is he? He's a linebacker. If he's to the strong side, he's the Sam. If he's to the weak side, he's the Will. And the key to that whole thing is identify the mic, all right, and then anyone else to the strong side is Sam. Anyone to the weak side is the Will. And that's how... It's been done really for a long time at both college and professional levels. So, Dante, just a couple questions off this. Um, one, just real quick, as you mentioned calling out the mic, um, who do you think should be responsible to call out the mic? I've been on certain teams, Dante, where the center calls it out, and then I've been on teams where the quarterback calls it out. What do you think the most efficient way – for to identify and setting the front should be whose responsibility should that be? I believe it, and we we settled on this 25 years ago, and we we said it was going to be the quarterback. And the reason is is because if you identify the identification of the mic, not only impacts. 
the offensive line and tight ends and backs, it also impacts the wide receiver because if they bring the weak safety and you, the quarterback sees it and he points out the will and makes him the mic so that we can block both Mike and the weak safety because the weak safety is the new will, then we have that blitz blocked and the right receiver to that side doesn't have to side adjust. But if he, the points to the other side, the wide receiver to that to the real weak safety blitz, he has to side adjust. So we wanted everyone on the same page, and that includes not only the line but the wide receivers because they have a role against pressures as well as the linemen do. So back to the identify, I feel like you're making it seem like it was easier than it really was for guys to – not have the cheat code which was the number system even if you kind of felt like you were wrong you knew well you know what i'm not sure oh but that guy's a 50 that guy's a 30 number now i can kind of cheat the the coverage and the identification of these guys a little bit harder so how how much harder was it for guys to figure out who to block once they changed the numbers i i honestly think it became easy look at you all know that that you don't want the back to block Matt Judon, okay? Everyone knows who Matthew Judon is. He's number six, okay? Or is he nine? Nine, all right? But we all know he's the will linebacker or he's the sandbacker, depending on strength because he's usually on the left. So that in itself takes care of it, and and I just don't – I think that it's a com- very, very simple process, and it has been, in my estimation, for a long time identifying people the way we have. The great Dante Scarnett here with Gresh and Fourier. It's interesting, Dante, because some of my reaction on this came from the way Tom Brady reacted. There were quarterbacks who were like, man, this is really going to suck. How much did those number changes, in your opinion, really mess with some of those quarterbacks like a Brady who had always known it one way and maybe had the cheat code because the numbers would be the identifiers? But but Tom, that was the one thing, and he was the, really the reason. He said, Coach, I want to be the guy to point the mic because, you know, I then know who Sam and Will is and, if, you know, and the weak safety and the strong safety, and I can take care of pressures either by repointing the mic or throwing hots or side adjusting all the rest of it. So believe me, he, he was the, the genesis of it all, and it became that way for a long period of time now. Honest to God, truth, we had quarterbacks who wanted no point, no part in pointing out the mic. They just looked at that and said, there's no way I can do it. And those guys never lasted. And, you know, the more guys took it on, the more they appreciated it, and the, more, and the, the easier, the, you know, the whole system was able to get uh, done. And, Dante, I don't even know, quite frankly, how – that it can be anyone other than the quarterback being in in other systems where the center would call it out and those those centers they're so selfish they only care about their 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 linemen they don't care about the tight ends or the backs so they would make a call and then put their head down and then things would change I was like I didn't see it I was looking at coverage and I, I and it was like I didn't see it and God forbid they would like reset it and call it out again and it was literally it felt like for me Dante it was like the wild wild west if the center was making a call and if the quarterback couldn't do it that drive me that would drive me nuts that's exactly how i feel about it it was so much easier the other way the way that we've done it and so 
Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said. Dante Skarnecchia with us. And, Dante, Christian and I get to watch a, a lot of training camp. You've been through what would probably feel like a 100 of them over the course of your uh, great career. I know you understand the essence of this question because we got a lot of leering eyes now who will see that a lineman gets beat or a wide receiver or a quarterback throws an interception. How many times in, in, in practices did you set up your team – to challenge them to maybe get something right on the fly. I don't want to say challenge them in a way where they would fail so you can coach it, but were there times where you would set up your guys to fail so you could get it on film and be able to teach the whole group versus one individual guy? You know, I don't know. I don't. I would never say that we set them up to fail, uh, but I do know this. We had a set of rules for our protection systems that not only if we if the lineman had as an example the Mike and Sam that included the strong safety if if neither one of those two guys came so we wanted to be able to extend those protection systems and and have rules for everything the same thing is true for uh, three down fronts and four down fronts and three down fronts where one of the linebackers is actually you know, Matthew Judon, we're not letting the back block him, and we're always going to make sure that everyone understands he's a defensive lineman, and we're, we're going to get the line on that guy because that happens all the time in the NFL, all the time. So you have a set of rules in place, and you do challenge them in practice to see different looks and make good determinations as to how they're going to block guys and all the rest of it and make sure that we pick up the guys we want them to pick up. So I think, to me, that's just part of growing your line and growing uh, you know, their knowledge of how we want to do things, and I really believe that that's the way you have to approach it. So, Dante, last one for me. you got to be honest with this one, Dante. You, cannot, you, cannot, you have to be honest. Other than the quarterback, what position on a football team do you think is the toughest to play in regards to the amount that the the, uh, the information that they need to know, uh, the different uh, the different places they need to line up, and uh, what is expected of them as far as who they have to block and what they have to do? Other than the quarterback, what do you think the the toughest position to play on a football field is? Uh, I think I I really believe it's the center position because. He's got to be. He's got to be the validator oh. of the quarterback. And and here's why I'm saying it now is that there's there's times, believe it or not, where Tom got it wrong, and, and David or Copen or Wendell or any of those Conley, they all would say, "Hey, no, Tom, it's the other way." And I think that you know I, he's got to have a great knowledge of what you're doing and how you're doing it. But I know where you're going with this, and I would say that, that I coached the tight ends for a number of years. Okay, and I would tell you this: I had more damn fun coaching them because what they had to know and what I had to know transcended the whole offense, run game, protections, coverages, all the rest of it. And I thought it was a great, a great, great time for me and coaching the tight ends, and I really enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, Dante, last question that I have for you is I know, uh, you know, when we talk to you next week, hopefully there will be a preseason game having already been played. 
I know there is that Bill O'Brien level of installation that is going into the offense. Does does that, Dante, change whether you play your number one starters a little bit in the preseason? I'm just curious from the coaching end how that decision-making process goes down, especially in a year where you're maybe reintroducing a lot of the stuff that you did in 2021 but still need to get out there to get through some of those physical reps against somebody else. I think that you're going to have – you know, the basic elements of your offense in, and you're going to run those in these preseason games. And Look at the, you know, we, there's three preseason games, and the, line, and, the, and the first guys aren't going to be out there. If they're out there 40% of the plays, I'd be shocked. So, you know, you and then you dummy it down a little bit. You don't want to show too much because, you know, there's stuff they're working on right now and having installed that they probably don't want to show any of it. So, and that, that really is transcendent to, uh, like, when they go scrimmage against other teams, you know. There's an agreement between the two teams that say, hey, look, it, we don't, you're not, you're not going to talk to people about what we did at practice. We're not going to talk to people about what you did in practice. And that's fair. And I think that's part of the whole process. So I think you'll see them run a lot of their offense, but I don't think you're going to see everything. Uh, what about playing the ones at all? How do you how do you balance that in terms of the the reps that you get in practice versus what could come out of a competitive situation in a preseason game? That's where if you don't if you choose not to play your ones in games in the preseason games much, I think that that can be uh, dependent on if you go to work against two teams in the preseason. Like I know they're going to Tennessee and I think they're going somewhere else. Is that? Those practices are invaluable for your first play, your first uh, team guys because they're going against quality opponents who are going to be running the stuff that they know, that they want to work on, that they're not going to show in the preseason. And so you could arguably say, well, our ones aren't going to play a whole lot in the preseason as a result of that. But they're also going to get quite a few reps in working against another opponent in practice as you know the Patriot, Patriots have done for years going into other teams' training camps and working against them. Dante, thanks for the time. Another great chat. We so appreciate it. We look forward to catching up with you uh, during the season. Thanks a bunch, friend. This was really good stuff. Oh, you're welcome. Good luck. Or, or you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next week. There we All go. All right, Dante. We'll, we'll 